Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of Truth to Power. I'm your host, Tyrus McKnight. And tonight, we are going to talk about unequal benefits. In the wake of this HR 40 force to talk about reparations, there's a lot of talk amongst black society Black celebrities talk about they want equal benefits. Well, tonight, I'm going to tell you why it is imperative that Black people, foundation Black Americans specifically, get unequal benefits as opposed to everyone else. Well, well, well. Here we are again, talking about reparations, talking about black people getting what's owed to them, and here's the United States once again, constantly trying to convince black people that we don't need reparations by putting idiot and moron in the forefront i.e. Herschel Walker, i.e. Herschel Walker, they put this big buffoon in front of a camera talking about what (laughs) black people don't need and that his religion teaches him to forgive, his religion teaches him to not fault the sins of the father and place them on the son. But let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something. And he and everybody wants to know, well who's gonna pay it? Everybody that in that benefited from the slavery, the child slavery of foundational black Americans. Those are the people that are going to pay reparations. Every race that benefited. Every country that benefited. Every race that benefited. From black Americans slaving, picking cotton for all those years for free, being tormented, being killed, being miseducated, being raped, pillaged, treated inhumane, being labeled three-fifths of a human being. Being given less than, being treated like animals. All of those motherfuckers are the ones who's going to have to pay. Every last one of them. Every last one of them. And if y'all want to go, and if y'all really want to go there, if people really want to go there and say, well, West Africa or Africa, they sold you guys into slavery. They have to pay too. Because too often do Africans treat other races of people 
better than they do. They're genetically, genetic brothers and sisters in Americas. They treat them way better than they treat us. We're Akatas. We're all type of disparaging words. We have no culture, things like that. But one thing Africans will do, they will, they will flee their country and come to a country that we built and try to look down upon us. Well, if you really had it like that in your home country, why the fuck didn't you build that up? Why are you over here in our country that we built up? But what I really want to get to today, and um, well, you know what, let me speak on this briefly too before, I, um, before it slips my mind. I really want to get on this, um, I did an episode called Xenophobia a while back. I want you guys to go check, go check that out. When I was saying that black people should practice xenophobia more than any other race, because every other race, they practice xenophobia against us. It's only when we do it in return that it's bad. It's like they always expect for black people to get harmed and take the moral high road for whatever reason. They expect for black people to get killed and take the moral high, high road while everybody else is expected to seek revenge and vengeance. And if you don't like it, I mean, like, you know, that's easy. You could go to another program with, with, that teaches you to be coward, but this ain't it. This is not it. This is not the podcast that's going to tell you, listen, forgive your enemies. You need to go to church and go listen to that pimp, coked out preacher of yours. Because this ain't it. Now, as I was saying, there is this whole force that black Americans are attacking Asians at an alarming rate in the United States and that is xenophobia because we don't support their businesses like we used to. We don't patronize their businesses like we used to. Well, we need to completely exile ourselves away from Asians and other people that open up shop in our communities and feed off of our communities and exploit them. And what I mean by that is their whole economic base is based on black Americans. Without black Americans, they don't have any economic base. You support their grocery stores, you support their restaurants, you support their little quickie food marts, you do all of this, and yet they put nothing back into the community, they never hire black people, they stay amongst themselves, they won't even do business with black people. The only business transaction that they do with black people is, they take your money, they do your funky feet and your funky nails, or your funky ass hair, and then they go on about their business. And in turn, 
they tell you, hurry up and buy. Hurry up and buy. But we're the ones practicing xenophobia. And we should. We should practice xenophobia. Stay the fuck away from us. Stay the fuck away from my community. Get it how you live on your own. Just like Cynthia Wynn out in the East, out in New Orleans East, for those who forgot, she was up there making all those racist statements, talking about black people love greasy fried food and greasy fried chicken. But she's in a predominantly black city. But half of you, but you know what? You know what I'm gonna say? Half of you niggas will still go out there and eat that shit from us and support them instead of supporting a black business. You will go out your fucking way to support them. New Orleans has that bag. I'm talking about bag. It's my money. I spend it how I want. Okay. All right. But you're not building up an economic base. You're not helping your people at all. Is what I'm saying. And we're 60% of the population in New Orleans. And we can't seem, and we're living like we're the 2%. And people want to know why. Because of shit like that. Practicing xenophobia is a good thing. Because everybody practices against you. If you open up a black business in an Asian neighborhood, do you think they're going to support it? No. No. As a matter of fact, you wouldn't be able to open up a black business in an Asian um, community. Or a white one, for that matter. But what I want to say was, what I want to talk about was how black people, we not fighting for equal rights. That That's not our fight. That's not our fight. I know that's what the media has been telling you guys, that we want equal rights. And the media has been trying to tell you that we want equal rights. They're trying to tell you what we want. That is not what we want. We want unequal rights. Meaning, we want rights that succeeds everybody else. Because when your oppressor has had their foot on your neck, on, their, on your neck for the last 400 years, plus subjugation, segregation, hell, financial freeze-outs and things like that, and financially sabotaging you, i.e. Black Wall Street, i.e. North Carolina, out of the North Carolinas. When they financially sabotage you, economically sabotage you, socially engineer you to hate yourself and to hate the person next to you, then yes, you deserve some compensation. But your compensation should be 
way more and you should get way more benefits than your oppressor. We're not fighting for equal rights. We're fighting for unequal rights. Because it's been unequal for us for the last 400 plus years. It has been unequal for us for the last 400 point plus years. And there's no way that we will be able to catch up with our oppressor financially, educational, and overall, if we don't have unequal rights. I don't want no equal rights. I don't want no rising tide lifts all boats shit. I want to be on a ship. I don't want to be on a boat. That's the rest of these people be on a boat. Put the black Americans on a ship. Preferably not the one that you brought us over here on. Put us on a, fin on a great financial ship. That won't crash. Black people need reparations. We want reparations. And we want financial compensation for all of the oppressive, all of the oppression that we had to endure in this land of the United States. And the argument is always, well, other people, they were enslaved too. What the fuck that got to do with us? Not a damn thing. Y'all go holler at y'all country. Whoever enslaved y'all, y'all go holler at y'all country. We hollering at y'all. They ain't got shit to do with us. Ain't got shit to do with us. Just like the Holocaust ain't had shit to do with us, but we still pay for their reparations for the Jewish community. Right? Black people didn't drop no bombs over Japan, but they're still paying reparations for them. Right? It's only when it gets to black Americans that everybody has a problem with it. And let me tell y'all something else. Politicians that go, or even people that are sticking for politicians that go, well, I don't think that they can actually say that they're doing something specifically for black people. They have to do it under the table. Well, they're specifically doing things for every other person. Why are we the only people that you got to do shit in secret for? Do you see how hated we are? Do you see how hated we are? Anytime... A politician, a people for, uh, people defending a politician says, "Hey, they they gotta do this in secret." Cause I was hearing that about Barack Obama. Do you think he can come out and just say that he's doing something specifically for black people? Yes, cause he said he was doing something specifically for every other race of people, for LGBT, his people, by the way. But he said he was doing something for LGBT. But when it came down to black Americans, oh, 
He can't, he can't outright say that. Yes, he can. Why not? Just oppose that to Trump. Correlate that to Trump. Who got in office and was like, I'm doing this for white supremacists. The only thing he wasn't able to accomplish that he said he was going to accomplish was build that wall. But he got into the office and he did what he said he was going to do for his people. And you see how they reacted when they said they wanted to get him out of office. When he got defeated in the election, allegedly, we don't know. We haven't seen the real number. But when he got defeated in the election, We saw how they reacted. Because they knew that they were losing their champion. They knew that they were losing somebody that was fighting for them. Barack Obama had eight years in office and ain't do shit for black people. Didn't even put the discussion of reparations on the table. And you can look this up on YouTube. You remember he was up in Flint, Michigan, making fun of them because they didn't have drinking water? And you're the president of the United States in a predominantly black city? And you're supposedly the first black president? And you're talking shit like that? And you're doing shit like that? The nerve of you. But I digress. Black people, we're not looking for no equal rights. We're looking for unequal rights. We want our reparations. We want it now. Any political discussion about black Americans starts and finishes with reparations. If you're not talking reparations, then get the fuck out of black American spaces telling them to vote for your ass. Because these next four years, I can promise you, will be very interesting. These next four years will be very interesting. Democrats, their back is against the wall. You have to do something for the black community. But what do they want? Reparation. Oh, shit. Hell. Can we give them something else? No, reparation. And we're going to get reparations. And we're going to defeat white supremacy in the process. Thank you guys for joining me tonight. 
I'm still working on my book. And I know a lot of people have been kind of um, worried about me. I haven't been on social media for the last few days, since, since the New Year's actually. I haven't been on social media since December 31st of last year. And uh, I know a couple people are worried about me. They haven't heard from me in a while. But once again, you guys have my number. So hit me up when you can. And I'll keep on um, trying to reach these goals and uh, make it happen. Reach these goals for myself and my family and things like that and make it happen this year. This is the year focus. I'm focused as hell and that's what's going to give me all my focus. So that's what I've been up to. And you guys could see that in the trailer, um, in that black uh, murder road trailer that I have. I just put up. It's going to be my new documentary. I'm going to start filming in August. Be on the lookout for that. Also, be on the lookout for my other um, podcast. On the, uh, it's called The Game. We just interviewed Mia Rose, a very beautiful, very sensational model. A very beautiful person on the inside and out. Um, shout out to you, Mia Rose. She's um, our guest, and it's going to come on, on YouTube tomorrow at like 10 a.m. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and just thank you guys for supporting me. I really do appreciate it. I don't, even, I don't know if I get the chance to say that all the time, but I really do. Um, and just thank you guys for riding with me. And I just spoke truth to power. I want you guys to have a great night.